Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. This is your Z1077 local news for Saturday, December 9th, 2023. It was a sunny but cool morning at the Mojave Desert Land Trust yesterday for the official opening of their Mojave Desert Discovery Garden, a project that broke ground on the former parking lot back in March of 2019. After years of hard work from volunteers, MDLT staff, and agency partnerships, the native garden was opened with, what else, the cutting of a seasonably appropriate big red ribbon. The large garden is filled with native flora laid out in different themes like a palm oasis or pollinator gardens which hold plants that will attract birds, bees, and butterflies such as the endangered monarch. The pathways are easy to walk and each garden has signage that provides the plant names in up to four different languages including Serrano. Director of Land Conservation Sarah Bliss spoke before the ribbon cutting acknowledging the land that the new garden and the MDLT headquarters sits on. We're on the traditional territory of the Serrano, the Kuwia, the Chimwevi, and the Mojave peoples. Um, however, with this project and the area that we're in, it's a very, very sacred landscape for the Serrano. This, this travel corridor, it is very important that we give recognition to the Serrano tribe on the landscape that we're on here. The Mojave is still a place of travel, especially for wildlife. Medina Asbel is the Director of Plant Conservation Programs at the Land Trust. She spoke about the importance of keeping that corridor open, which spans from Joshua Tree National Park through the Mojave National Preserve and into Death Valley. What a lot of people may not realize is just how much space uh, wildlife really need to move freely, to reproduce, find food and mates and things like that. We need to keep these corridors open so that wildlife and plants can move and adapt to a changing climate. The BLM and land trusts like the MDLT are a big part of keeping that wildlife corridor open and able to sustain the animals that move through it. Most in the Morongo Basin know that we have to coexist with the wildlife here. I've occasionally had to guide a tarantula through my garage or give a Mojave Green a respectful distance on a hike through my neighborhood. It's these areas that can benefit the most from native plants, blurring the border between our domesticated lifestyle and the wild that lives just outside our doors here in the high des. So one of the best things you can do as a resident, no matter where you live, is rewild your yard. Planting those native plants will bring back in those pollinators and those birds and the animals that um, historically lived there. That's Kelly Herbinson. She's the co-executive director of the Land Trust. She says that along with giving visitors better access to a wider variety of desert plants, it also helps them understand what each plant's role is in our desert ecosystem. They are food for certain species, they're shelter for certain species. So this garden really helps people learn and understand the different roles of all of our different plants out here. Despite being on the cusp of winter, the garden is beautiful and fun to walk around in as much as it is educational. Here again is Medina. I just would want to invite the community to come and visit frequently. Gardens are always works in progress. They're always growing. Um, and so they're always changing and there's always something new to see. The Mojave Desert Discovery Garden is open from sunrise to sunset at the Mojave Desert Land Trust headquarters right here on Highway 62 west of Joshua Tree. You can visit this story on our website for more interviews, photographs, and links where you can get your seeds to get your own native garden in the ground. That's at Z1077FM.com. And if plants are your thing, don't forget to tune into the Unique Garden Show with Mike Branning. That's every Saturday morning from 8.30 to 9. 
You can call in with questions about gardening and plants here in the high desert. If you're a green thumb or you aspire to be one, give the show a listen or check it out as a podcast on our website, z1077fm.com slash podcasts. It's the second Saturday of the month, and that means the art crawl returns to Joshua Tree tonight. With a look at what's happening, here's art aficionado Jeff Harmatz. Downtown Joshua Tree's art galleries will all open to the public tonight, and many of them will have receptions for new shows. Hey There Projects debuts a new show called Bright Strike Burn, a group show featuring prints from artists Albert Reyes, Ariel Lee, Carlos Ramirez, and more. A reception for the show begins at 6 p.m. Beatnik Lounge debuts a show called Strawberry Fields, and they're saying it's nothing to get hung about. This event begins at 6 p.m. La Matadora continues their pop-up shop from jewelry designer Shahasp Valentine. Her rockin' rapture has taken over the gallery for two months and features a rotating selection of artist-made and vintage jewelry, including local businesses Wild East Imports and Celine Boutique. A portion of the proceeds will be donated to local veterans' charity, Milltree. The fund runs from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. All of these galleries are in downtown Joshua Tree, near the intersection of 29 Palms Highway and Park Boulevard. Park at one and walk to the rest. For addresses and more information, see this story at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077, I'm Jeff Harmatz. Firefighters from the San Bernardino County Fire Department are continuing their toy drive today in Yucca Valley. The department's Spark of Love program is collecting toys and cash donations as part of a Fill the Boot event in the Walmart parking lot today from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you can't make it by 3, firefighters will be accepting donations at the Joshua Tree and Yucca Valley fire stations between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. until December 15th. A dinner and dance is happening at the Yucca Valley Senior Center tonight. Doors open at 5 p.m. and tickets are $10. Entertainment will be provided by the Wrecking Crew Express and all proceeds benefit the Yucca Valley Senior Club. That's tonight from 5 to 8 at the Yucca Valley Senior Center. And don't forget the Yucca Valley Festival of Lights Parade is tonight starting at 5.30. This year, the Yucca Valley Rotary is hosting the parade, which follows Deer Trail west to Inca Trail. Get bundled up and head out to see the parade. It starts at 5.30. Afterwards, swing by the Yucca Valley Library and grab a picture with the tree while you're out. Theater 29 opened their Yuletide stage offering this past Friday with a Charlie Brown Christmas. Arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas attended the production this past weekend and submits his review. Every year, broadcast television trots out the old holiday favorites on repeat. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, and A Charlie Brown Christmas. The latter of these warm and fuzzy animated classics has been fleshed out in a stage adaptation, now playing to appreciative audiences at Theater 29. Director Katie Fleischman has assembled a cast of theater veterans and fresh new faces for this adaptation. Played with world-weary aplomb by Theater 29 veteran John Paul now, this Charlie Brown is game for anything, even if he's clueless in how or why. Bossy mogul in training Lucy, portrayed by Brittany Vachon Guardia is a diva extraordinaire. Ever-faithful dog Snoopy, played by Carly Bateman, is a free spirit. This fancy-free pooch is irrepressible. Coupled with Christmas carols by Robin Wilson and a sing-along at Curtain, a Charlie Brown Christmas is just the hot mug of cocoa with whipped cream you are after. Running weekends through December 17th, tickets are available at theater29.org. For the full review, check out this story at z1077fm.com. Reporting for Z1077, this is arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas. If you got a Christmas tree this week, don't forget to check the water in the base every day. Desert air dries out those damp Oregon trees quickly. 
By keeping an eye on the water level, you make sure they don't become a fire hazard and keep smelling good through the 25th. As those temperatures drop and heaters get pulled out and turned on for the first time, make sure you give your decorations plenty of space. And if you have any plans you want to get done before the cold weather hits, the first day of winter is officially December 21st. But spots in the high des have already hit freezing. We'll have a look at another possibly wicked winter here in San Bernardino County. That's tomorrow on your Sunday news. But for now, that's your news for Saturday. You can hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. More Morongo Basin residents get their local news from Z1077 than any other source. Reporting out of Joshua Tree, California, alongside the Z1077 news team, I'm Robert Hayden.